boy, here we go. We're back, baby. Season three. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> We're back. Welcome, everybody, to season three of Friends Till the End. Your one-stop shop for all things friends. <laughs> gotta go. You gotta start with a bang in these things, Elizabeth. I'll say. Yeah. I'm Michael. She's Elizabeth. It's your one-stop shop for all things Friends, as we review episodes of Friends, and we have just started season three. Oh, boy, oh, boy. What time to be alive, eh? It's pretty good. Yep. We've turned back the clocks to September 1996, and we've just watched the first episode of season one. This is the first episode of a new season. It is the first episode of Seven Podcasts in Seven Days. Hope you've been training, working out for this podcast marathon that we're about to embark upon, Elizabeth. I know I have. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We have been prepping for this big moment. You know, we've been away for a week or so. We have been prepping and studying. We spent the last mm, eight hours or so drinking wine and beer and yeah, ready to go. As we should. Are you glad to have the Central Park gang back in your life? I sure am. What have you done to fill the void since they've been out of your life well to be honest with you i had my first friends related dream what yes were you one of the friends no okay tell me about it so it only included one character okay and that was chandler was it saucy it was a little saucy what happened i don't know i can't i can't fully remember everything because it was one of those like early morning dreams Mm mm-hmm but I think that we were kind of together. Whoa. Or there was something going on there. Janice would not be happy. No, she wouldn't. Yeah, wow. so Chan Chan infiltrated my dreamscape. And no one else has done that yet. So, mm-hmm. there we go. That's what that I've been doing. Alright, mm-hmm. cool. Filling your time well, I see. Absolutely. Good. Are you excited for this new season? Do you feel like it's the start of a new year? Like there's so much possibilities and opportunities before us? I do, yeah. I'm very interested to see what they're going to do with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you made some bold predictions at the end of I last did. season. Yes, I did. I feel like they may live up to it. Okay. So, yeah, I'm excited for this season. Only because time will tell. It's increasingly got better for me. Mm-hmm. You know, season one, I was like, okay. Season two, I was like, this is really good. Yeah. So I imagine season three, well, I hope, won't let me down and that it'll be really good as well. I think three's better than two. Yeah. Like, I've had a wee peek over some of the, the plot lines and stuff that happened this season. I think three and four, that's, are going to be our best years. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's my thought. Well, so. I hope that lives up to it. Absolutely. Well, before we get into this episode fully, shall we Shall we do a cheeky wee Ask Elizabeth? Yes, please. Yes? Okay. Shall we do new theme music? Okay. Who should it be? I don't know. Is there another way to sing those two words? Ask Elizabeth. Da, da. That's a birthday song. Oh, is it? I thought it sounded familiar. <laughs> Good thing you stopped me. I mean, the writers of that tune are very litigious. <laughs> All right, let's just go with the normal one. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Do you have a question for her? So, this question comes from Johnny Stevens on the Twitter. 
uh, sent us a wee message. Given what happens in this episode between Joey and Chandler, what advice, this is life advice, Elizabeth, what advice would you give someone who doesn't like their mate's girlfriend? Oof. What do you do? (sighs) I think Joey... No, no, no. In general. In general. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I was going to say, I think he did a a good job. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I would I would suggest that you attempt to really get to know them. Maybe spend time one on one, or or go out and just you know share a couple drinks and talk about things of importance or things about them to get to know that person. Not on an intimate romantic level, but just to understand who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest doing that and really trying to understand where these people are coming from, and if you just still don't like them yikes i think that the best thing to do in that case is you don't have to be discreet about it with your friends like you don't have to say yeah they're wonderful and lie about it you can say you know i don't care for them and these are my reasons but i respect your relationship but uh i don't know i guess just have you been in this situation before you don't have to name names Mm, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but not where it really bothered me enough. Like, I was annoyed listening to them talk about them. Because mm-hmm. I didn't care for them. But not enough where I was to the point where Joey is in this episode. So, I don't know. I guess I would just, I would try to get to know them. But really don't like them. Then, you know what? That That's it. You've tried and you don't like them. You can let your feelings be known to your friend, but what can you do? I mean, it's their relationship. It's their... The very question that Joey asks in this episode, what can you do? Yeah, I don't know. There's really nothing you can do. I would stop being friends with them. What? Yeah. You just stop being... So, say it was your best friend. Mm -hmm. You just stop being friends with them? Oh, I have done. Many times over. So I don't really have many friends anymore. Oh, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Yikes. That's just... Anyway, I've got you, best buddy. Buddy old pal. I guess. Well, we can go out for that drink after this. Mm, maybe. All right, well, we'll talk. Yeah, good question. Thanks very much for that. Are you ready to jump into season three? We just finished watching season three, episode one. The one with the Princess Leia fantasy. Little boy. First shown on our TV screen September 19th, 1996, to a viewership of how many for this season premiere, Elizabeth? Oof. Are we talking higher or lower than the end of last season? At 29 flat was the season finale of season two. We are lower this lower. time around. Yeah, we're lower. Oh, okay. I'm surprised, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's say 28.2. 26.8, oh, actually. Dang. Yeah, not I'm that great. stinking it up. Yeah. Maybe people are just over it. Like how I kind of was at the beginning of watching Friends. I was just like, eh, this is fine. Yeah, I mean, it's still like... Like, this is like season one number. Season two, they got that massive spike midway through because of the Super Bowl. Bowl. Right. And then they had a good few weeks where they were kind of riding that wave and the the comfortable 30 mils. But I think the mid-20s is probably what we can expect from them for the next couple of years. Okay. And as we go on, it is just going to dip just because... As the years go by, there's more and more options for television watching. Right. And, you know, it's just the way it it, it is. Okay, thanks for that little insider. You're welcome. 
Now I know to not guess anything. Oh, okay. Higher, you I know? thought you were making fun of me for like pointing out. Oh for, no, no. Sorry for mansplaining television ratings <laughs> for you. No, I mean now I know what not to guess and maybe okay. what to guess. Yeah, I guess so. We open with the whole gang arriving in Central Park. The whole gang rolling up together. I can only speculate where they've been before this, but it looks like they've had a bloody fun day out together, all of them. I guess they all come in in a chunk, yep, there, don't they? Yep. Yeah, they're just they're just having a chat. The whole gang's there, showing off all their fancy new haircuts. Everyone looked a wee bit different. Everyone looked a little bit fresh. Yeah, Monica looks a little different to me. Could you put your finger on it? I think she actually gained a little weight, which... Ooh. No, I think she's the skinniest of skinnies. Yeah. Honestly, she's so thin. I think I would agree. I think she looks a little better this season. Oh, I, I would say it suits her a bit better, like, yeah. Like uh, an average, normal body weight and BMI, honestly. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she's so thin. Mm-hmm. And as the episode went on, I didn't notice a difference, to be honest. I think it was just that opening right. I noticed a bit, but... Yeah. Interesting. She was kind of covered up for the whole episode as well. You commented on Joey's haircut throughout the episode. Oh, God. We've got this sort of... Um, fl- wet the floppiness dog. is back. The wet floppiness that we saw really at the beginning of season one. When it was more of a bowl cut, this one it's more just kind of focusing on the front. It's just and like... the back and sides are kind of a bit more contained. Yeah, the front's just kind of there. It looks like you just stepped out of the shower and then like threw a comb through it and yeah. oh man. Doesn't work for you? No. I think he, he looks alright, I think. What? No, it just looks too... Everyone's looking pretty good, I think, right now. So the episode opened. Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> the episode does open, but we should probably talk about what happens when they walk into Central Park. Yes. They walk in to go sit down at their usual couch, and there's there's a gang already there. Yeah, there's another Friends gang. Another Friends gang, having a gay old time. Yeah. And so the gang just kind of look upon this, puzzled for a little while, just like, ah, oh, huh, and then just turn around and, and walk out. And that's the opening. Uh, yeah, you were you were a little bit bemused by that. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's like a little um, nod to the fact that people have been like, how come they always get those suits? Yeah, right. You know, if there was Twitter back then, everyone on Twitter would be like, fuck this show. They always got the suits in this trendy coffee place in New York. Well, not this time. Yeah, maybe they're kind of responding to that. Because honestly, like, how often would your huge group of friends always get the couch and the comfy seats Mm -hmm. instead of like the high tops and the uncomfortable wooden chairs, you know? Yeah. Yeah, good. Good for them. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good little opener. Quick, to the point, didn't really introduce any plot lines or anything, but we're back. The whole gang's there. Yep. Hit the Rembrandts, and here we go. The episode opens in Monica and Rachel's apartment. Phoebe and Ross and Rachel are all sitting around talking about love songs, like the best love song ever. Phoebe gets it tragically wrong. Her favorite, her favorite love song is that song Elton John did about the guy from Who's the Boss. Did you get that joke? <laughs> I did get Hold it. Hold me closer, Tony Dancer. Yeah, it's wrong. It's Tiny Dancer. Yeah. Silly Phoebe. What do you think is the best love song ever written? Oh, Lord. Tough call, right? I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't just throw that out on a whim with you asking me that. I would have to think about it. There's been so many. I really do like the, the song Book of Love. The Book oh, of Love. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember who it's by. Maybe Gabriel. Peter I don't, Gabriel. What? Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel, mm-hmm. yes. I think that song is really beautiful. It's kind of sad, too, but no, they're... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, oh, okay. Longer. 
by Dan Fogelberg, I think oh, is really beautiful. Oh, I don't know that one at all. It's really beautiful. Yeah? Mm-hmm. He's singing about his penis? No, Michael. He's not singing about his penis. Okay. <laughs> Such a dirty look you gave me. Okay, so they're, they're sitting and chatting. Uh, Monica emerges from her room, looking a bit worse for wear. A little bit um, flying in the face of the scene we just saw in the opening credits, where she was just having a bloody good time with all her pals. She's she's looking rough. Yeah. The breakups hit her hard. Yeah, she's just in her bathrobe and kind of just, you know, hanging around. Yeah. She's upset. They comment that she hasn't slept in three days. She's not sleeping. Right. I can relate. I'm not sleeping either. I haven't slept since the last episode we did. Just devastated how come because of tom Selleck? because of tom Selleck, dr richard burke he's he's out of our lives so you and monica are kind of on the same wavelength there yeah definitely although at least she she finds little reminders of him she finds little cigar buds and clumps of his hair she has those mementos what have i got i've just got to sit and watch old epi- episodes of magnum pi cry myself to sleep every night man maybe you need like a therapy dog yeah that'd be good that be good. I'm going to watch Three Men and a Baby after this. And Is he in that too? Of course he's in that. He's one of the three men. I don't know. It's I don't him watch movies. and Ted Danson and Steve Gutenberg. Hold and it it's... Sosa, Ted Danson. <laughs> yeah, not bad. And it's directed by uh, Leonard Nimoy. He of Spock fame from Star yeah. Trek. Leonard Nimoy? Leonard Nimoy. We say it differently. Well, I mean, he asked me to pronounce it that way. Oh, yes, yes, of course. You understand. I'm sorry. So, yes, there's that. We cut across the hall in the bachelor pad. Well, not so much the bachelor pad anymore, I suppose. Joey and Chandler's apartment. Joey gets up, big pile of pancakes. His day's off to a good start. But then Janice comes in singing some bloody song about syrup. It is like 7 in the morning, Janice, and everyone calm down. Who was that awake? Saying like, oh, I have syrup. I got it from Ross and Rachel. Ha ha ha. La la la. Yeah. Oh my God. Stop. Chandler is all loved up. Like, it's a, it's a bit of a turn. You know, we see he's dated Janice twice before. Three times. Yeah, twice. twice. There was one time he just dated her. There was one time they had a blind date. And they hooked up together. I think was there it was another just a time? twice. And then there was one time he invited her to a party, but she wasn't having it, I think. But uh, anyway. Yeah, something like that. She's always been like the sort of awkward person he fell back on when he didn't have any other better options. But now he seems genuinely happy. Much to Joey's chagrin, because Joey is annoyed by her. Joey hates her. Well, she is annoying. She is rather annoying. It's most more so her character's voice. I know that's not her real voice. It's very nasally. It's mm-hmm. very in her head. It's very... Uh... Do you think she's amped it up? Yeah. This season? Since, no, I mean, oh. since since last time we've seen her. No. No? Nope. You think it's about the same? Yeah, I think it's consistent. Okay. So anyway, he Joey is shocked to learn that Chandler is not planning to break up with her anytime soon. He is outraged. Outraged. He goes over to the apartment and kind of is like, Ah, they're not breaking up. This is the worst. What can we do to break them up? But everybody else... It's fine with it. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, she's a little cool. annoying, but... But it is what it is. Yeah. He's happy, so shouldn't we respect that? Yeah, Ross... I appreciated that, because that's what Ross said. He's mm-hmm. like, but our friend is happy, so why don't we 
just let him be happy. Yeah. Good for you, Ross. I suppose so. That's what I would hope any friend would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless they were, like, hurting them or something, but they're not. They're just, she's just annoying, and, but he's still happy. But what if you don't think that they're the right person for you? Like, what if you believe in your heart of hearts that this person isn't right for you? Well, I think they're very new in their relationship, so it's not the but time. But we've seen to... them. We've seen them before. I know, but I just don't think it's, that's the time to tell them. I don't think that you guys are going to end up together. I just mm. don't. I not just... your place. Nah. Not your business. Not nah, not yet, at least. They're still new, and they're now going out again. It's funny because she's very much the same, but and maybe it's Chandler that's done a bit of growing. Maybe, maybe Michael. Maybe we get a scene with Ross and Rachel in bed together passion's gone out of that relationship he's just sitting there working on some boring dinosaur paperwork i'm sorry i didn't mean that by dinosaur paperwork could never be boring but he's just sitting there doing his work she's like trying to like and he's just like and yeah she's they don't really talk about it but she's like uh well do you still have that white marine navy outfit that we saw a few episodes ago back last season and he's like, no, I had to get rid of it. So then she starts asking him about his fantasies. And he's just like, oh, I don't I don't have any fantasies. Bullshit. No? You don't think so? Well, obviously. Bullshit. Why do you think it's bullshit? Everybody has fantasies. Everybody. Well, if they're sick and twisted and you want to keep them all bottled down so they never see the light of day. Whatever, they're still a fantasy. <laughs> Fair enough. Um... So Rachel's sort of like, if you tell me your fantasy, maybe I'll I'll do it for you. And so he describes a particular scene from a particular science fiction series. Oh, <laughs> the thing that every guy has a fantasy about, which is Princess Leia in the scene with Jabba the Hutt when he's in that gold when she's in that gold bikini. Is this a this is a big thing then? Oh, this is a yeah. thing totally because she's in like a very strappy two piece golden brownish bikini right. as kind of like a slave to Java okay. the Hut. A sex slave? I don't I don't know really. I don't know. He's like a big slug, so I, I really aware. can't understand what that would entail. But <laughs> no, yeah, she just kind of like objectified and. She, her, you know, there's a lot of skin showing, and mm-hmm. she's in this little tiny thing. She has her hair up in her little buns and whatnot. Her and little croissants. Actually, actually, to be honest, I don't fully remember if her hair is actually in those two buns at for that, that scene, that's or more, if it's long and. and that's and where down. her hair is like at the beginning of a new hope. Yeah, it? I'm actually, not, I'm not sure if, that, if that's right. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I feel like I have heard this. For more than one person, I've, that is... It, it, and it, oh, you've actually heard it from people that that yeah. is like a sort... That is their thing. Yeah, which I'm surprised at. You'd think it'd be some sort of like Baywatch, red bikini, blonde yeah. hair, big boob type shit, but... Well, Carrie Fisher, a very beautiful woman. She's very beautiful. Mm. She was very beautiful. Yeah. But, um... I don't know. I guess... I don't know if it's just the movie and she was the only eye candy or yeah. what. Oh, that's very... That, that's funny. I didn't realize that, that like... You've actually encountered people who have described that as a fantasy. Yeah. Oh, right. mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I was a nerd growing up, but I wasn't a Star Wars nerd, so it wasn't really, wasn't ever really anything for me. Like, I remember seeing it as a kid and not being phased by it, not being right. like, oh my goodness, look at her, look how much skin she's showing or something like that. It was, it was just like a, oh my God, he's really objectifying her. Hmm. 
You know, I just assumed that that was the clothing that he put her in in order to feel more empowered or whatever. Mm. I never thought of it as a sexual thing, but then when I heard about, oh, yeah, that's so hot, hot whatever. Because, you know, kids grew up with that and probably yeah. could have been like their first fantasy yeah, kind of like their sexual awakening. Absolutely, kind Much of like Jennifer, Aladdin. Jennifer Aniston was my sexual awakening. Or Aladdin. Well, I mean that's weird. I know he's a cartoon, yes. but there oh, are no, many uh, people that would agree with me. I'm very glad that you know that he is a cartoon. That's good. Come on, you cannot. Come on, Aladdin is sexy. Look, it's better than Lola Bunny from Space Jam, so I suppose it's oh, okay. Oh, Lord. Or, like, what's the Roger Rabbit girl? <laughs> oh, yeah, Jessica. Oh, that was always weird. That's creepy. People yeah. are, like, so attracted to her. And it's a cartoon. And, like, I know Aladdin's cartoon, but I'm not, like, acting out fantasies. I just mm-hmm. think he's cute. Like All those guys are now big into hentai. Oh, Lord, yeah. <laughs> and nothing against that if you were into it. I don't want to, you know... Push people away if they enjoy friends and hentai, but mm-hmm. to each his own. We're all humans in this world. Yeah. Don't judge, Michael. Who are you to judge? I have a podcast, Elizabeth, so I can judge <laughs> all I want. No, no, no. No <laughs> yeah. judging allowed. No, I know. We, yeah. It takes takes all sorts. Mm-hmm. Of course. So, yeah, Ross, is, Ross reveals that this is his kind of, his fantasy. We then get like a smash cut to Central Perk, presumably the next day, where Rachel is just spilling this information to Phoebe. As one does. As one does. Mm -hmm. This episode taught me an important life lesson. What's that? Like, years before I ever got a proper girlfriend, I learned that anything you tell your girlfriend, or anything that happens between you and your girlfriend, is going to be shared among other people. Like, I, I, that is something (laughs) I learned from the, the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I Has that, that been true in your life? I th- I think so. I, I don't think it's been disproved. I, th- I think it is true. Does that bother you? Does it bother me? Um, no, it didn't bother me. I accepted it as something that was going to happen, and I guarded against it appropriately. Hmm. Like, I didn't share information with, with people that I didn't want other people to know. Like, if you... Like, I've kind of always lived under the philosophy that if you tell one person something then at least three or four other people are going to know about it interesting yeah and and i specifically got it from this episode of friends like i remember yeah i was like this is important information i'm gonna save you know this was still when i was 12 13 and would have loved to have thought that i'd have a girlfriend soon but you know i was like i'm gonna store this away and it's gonna come in real useful when i have a girlfriend and one of these days, I'm going to use it no. for when that finally happens. <laughs> How old were you when you had your first girlfriend? Um, I um, I probably had a girlfriend at about this time, and I'm putting it in air quotes because it was just someone that like I would meet after school and like kiss on the mouth for 10 minutes and then... like At would... 12 or 13? Yeah. And then we would just go Whoa. to our own homes and, you know, this is before mobile phones and like, oh, we'll maybe see see each other the next day and talk to each other during like break uh, but also ma- but then also maybe not like maybe we'll go four days before we actually talk to each other and and, and do all that oh, so dang yeah what That's a stud right. yeah right oh i don't want to brag more advanced but... than i ever was i guess so i just held hands with my early on oh. boyfriends and the village elders didn't force you to be married straight away <laughs> No, no. Nope, they didn't. Alright. Um, so, yeah, she tells Phoebe. Phoebe then, like, gets a couple of pastries 
and like puts them on the side of her head and is like, Ooh, I'm Princess Leia, save me, Ross. And uh, not realizing that Ross has actually come into the coffee shop at that time. So he overhears and he's like, oh, 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 you told her what happened. <laughs> so yeah, big scandal there. Mm-hmm. Chandler's got Rangers tickets for he and Joey and Joey's all excited until he learns that he has also got a ticket for Janice and then Joey can't really hide his disdain anymore. He's like, oh, Janice. And Chandler's like, what the fuck, dude? You don't like her? And he's like, well, you used to hate her too. And he's like, well, now I'm crazy about her. Mm-hmm. And Joey's just like, I want to rip my arm off so I have something to throw her. Harsh. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it really bothers Chandler, though. I think it does. You yeah, do? It does. Yeah, he's like, well, I, I, it's not so much that he doesn't like it. It's like she ha- he hasn't tried. He's like, you haven't made an effort. It's just like, you could, you know, I've gotten to know her and now I'm crazy about her. I would like you to do the same thing. Sure, but I guess it has. it's not like a, a first-time dating situation. It's He's been dating her on and off here and there, and it's just, if he didn't like her then, why would he like her now? Yeah, Especially yeah. since she's she's married. Mm-hmm. Or potentially separated. She has a She's child. going to see her divorce lawyer. Yeah, I mean, she, a lot has happened, but... Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. So Chandler gets upset and kind of storms off, takes his ticket back. Joey doesn't get to go to the game with him. Tough luck. Phoebe gives... Wants to help out Monica, who's just, like, having a breakdown. She's just kind of, like, in a daze, walking around in a... Just, like, not really paying attention to life in general. Uh, Phoebe gives her this kind of relaxation therapy in her bedroom while she's like to help her sleep, I guess, like playing soft sounds and like talking about happy places and stuff like that. It seemed like she was trying to do like a guided meditation in order yeah. to get her to relax, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. fall asleep, but also just to kind of like get rid of the negative energy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, very much Phoebe's thing. Does that fall under the purview of a massage therapist? No, because she's not touching her. Right, but they don't do other relaxation techniques. Not that I know of. A massage therapist? Yeah. No. Okay. In in their title. Maybe she's trying to give her brain a massage with her words and her self music. <laughs> All right, move along, champ. That sounds like the sort of bollocks you would talk about. No, know. no. So anyway, it doesn't work anyway because her happy place is in Richard's room drinking wine and stuff, and like she just keeps on thinking about Richard. So doesn't work. Bad luck. Janice. Finds out that uh, Joey doesn't like her. And she confronts him about it. And she insists that you're going to spend some time with me. And then you're going to like me. So she proposes Joey and Janice's day of fun. Oh, Janice. And Joey's like, does it have to be a whole day? And she's like, yes, because that's how long it takes to love me. Good for her. She is not apologizing for who she is, and I appreciate that about her. And Chewie gets this little snide remark, like, I know, I just sleep in the room next to you. Yeah. So yes, he, they're off on a whirlwind adventure. Ross is very upset that Rachel spilled the beans over his fantasy. Rachel's just like, that's what girls do. Girls talk about everything. Uh, we share these things, so you're just going to have to get used to it. And she's like, you don't talk to your guys about these intimate details? And he's like, no, no, never. And she's just like, that's really sad. You're missing out on this connection with your buds. Truth. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. I don't think so. I disagree. 
well, there we go. There we go. I guess we know who talks about what in relationships. Yes, we do. It is now documented. Ross is like, did you tell them about the night of five times? The five times? And Rachel's like, well, that was with Carol 2.0 and not with me. He's like, well, yeah, well, you should still probably tell people about it. <laughs> is that that great? Five times in a night? It's not bad. It's pretty good going. Oh, is that five times they had sex or five times that she orgasmed? Oh, interesting. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, I think five individual times is more impressive like you yes should, but like if you like if you can have sex five times and not produce any orgasms out of it that is less impressive yeah. obviously but so i guess you were assuming that it's five times in a night they did it i guess okay speaking from a male perspective that is what i would think sure okay so yeah she's just like oh you should you should talk to your boys about it Monica goes to the post office and realizes that there's a bunch of Civil War videos that she ordered for Richard for his birthday, so now she's got a bunch of Civil War videos. Totally missed that. She comes in and she's she like, went to the post office? I went to the, you don't see the scene where she's oh, in the post office. She comes oh, oh, oh. In, she's like, I went to the post office and it was this package that I ordered for him. And everyone's like, oh, let's just get you home. Oh, okay. I missed, I missed that. You sure did. Must have been eating Oreos at that point. Probably. <laughs> That's why I take diligent notes. <laughs> so the girls go to take her home. Ross and Chandler have a wee chat. Ross is like, girls tell each other everything. And Chandler's like, oh, whoa, I didn't know that. And like they talk about boys and things you like and girth. And yeah. Girth. 13-year-old Michael. No idea what they were talking about at this point. Still thought it was important. Still kept my guard up. Never going to tell... Never going to show my girth to a girl so that she can tell her friends about it. No way. But you had no idea what the hell they were talking about? Um, no, I don't. Well, I mean, I I, I knew it was going to be something in that, but I didn't, I didn't know what girth meant. Yeah. I think I just didn't know the definition of girth at sure. that point. Mm-hmm. So, Aww, yeah, they talk bless. about So, Ross is like, maybe we should share stuff. And Chandler's like, all right, we'll give it a go. So, Ross... Talks about the Princess Leia fantasy, which Chandler's totally on board with. And then Chandler talks about, you know, sometimes you're with a girl and you're getting hot and heavy. And you start thinking about other things. And then your mom pops into your head. And then you can't get rid of that image. So then it's kind of like you're having sex with your mom. <laughs> and Ross freaks out. He's like, what What are you talking about? This safe space that he had established, he is blown straight away. And yeah, Chandler is shunned and just an outcast. Yeah, that it's yeah, that's that's rough. I wouldn't know how to respond if I was Ross either. Like you'd want to be supportive and be like, okay, yeah, everyone has their thing, but at the same time it's like, what? Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yikes. Joey and Janice are back from their day of fun. Was it fun, Michael? They went to a Mets game. They went to get Chinese food. And other stuff, presumably. Mm-hmm. And Joey's like, yeah, I love this girl. She's great. Hooray. And Janice is like, I'll see you later, sweetie. You too, Chandler. <laughs> so, like, they're getting on fine. She leaves. Joey's like, no, not having it. <laughs> yeah. But he tried. He did try. And you he can't really ask day. for any more than that. Right. He, he like, gave it his all. He spent a whole day with her for Chandler. Mm-hmm. And Chandler's like, well, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thanks. 
Monica is sitting in her apartment, smoking cigars and watching the Civil War videos, just being a general sad sack. She is fighting for Ross's title <laughs> of sad sack Geller of the Friends universe. Is she smoking like leftover cigars or is she, it like brand new cigars? I think maybe cigars? she bought some more cigars just oh, to boy. remind herself of him. Did he like Civil War videos? Did I miss that? I mean, it was never mentioned. But it's implied that he enjoyed Civil War films, or... Well, no, it wasn't ever implied before, but now it's, it's like, well, I ordered these videos. And, like, he's a Civil War enthusiast, like many older men. Oh, well, okay. I'll go through that phase eventually. <laughs> I'm looking forward Look to it. Look out for my Civil War podcast. Yes. In 20 years' time. What would it be called? I don't know. <laughs> civil whores. I don't know. No. Till the end. Keeping it civil. Hmm. I don't know. It's not bad. Uh, yeah, whatever. You have any suggestions for Michael's Civil War? I got 20 podcast. years to think of a title. Tweet us at FriendsPod. I really don't want any suggestions, <laughs> but thank you. Uh, there's a knock, knock, knock at her door. She goes to get it, and it's. It's bloody Jack Jack Geller. Mm-hmm. It's old Elliot Gould, her dad. He's coming to town for a monocuddle. Yeah, what is that? You didn't like that. No, I didn't I because he was said a, that. It was adorable. No. That's obviously something he's had since they were kids. It's like, oh, can I have a monocuddle? I've just come in from work. Like a Monica cuddle? Yes, a cuddle from Monica. I get that, but as she's like 26, 27, whatever old she is. It's a throwback to when they were kids. It's like, you're always going to be my little girl. It was kind of, I don't know. Maybe it was just my state of mind at the the time watching it. I think that's really unfair. I think that's a cute little moment. Okay, fine. Like, you could have just been like, oh, I'm just here to check on you. You know, you might need a hug. But it's like, it's your dad. It's like, oh, I'm on a cuddle. Okay, That's cute. It's cute. There we it's, go. I, I thought it was adorable. It's just my state of mind, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's come to check on her. She wants to know how Richard's doing, and he has been to see Richard because they're old friends. And he's like, oh, he's not doing well. He's doing worse than when he broke up with his, his first wife, Barbara. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Monica liked that. Yes. She liked knowing that he was miserable. Well, she referenced earlier in the episode, she's like, I bet he's totally fine. I bet he's moved on. So, yes, um, she does take some, some solace from this. And, you know, Elliot Gould turns his back for a minute. He turns around and she's fast asleep. Yeah. She's finally got some peace. She needed to know that he wasn't doing well. Yeah. You know, that he was doing as well as she was, which yeah. is not good. Yeah. I guess that was... um. What she needed at that moment. I mean, you'd want to know that someone else wasn't... Like, if you broke up with someone, they were doing great, they were happy, they started dating again. I mean, you'd feel awful. Tears of a clown, Elizabeth. It's just tears of a clown. What do you mean? It means, you know, you've got a smile on your face, you're, you're going about your business, you know, you seem to be the life of the party, but, you know, behind all that makeup, tears running down. Tears of a clown. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the episode ends with Jack Geller picking up the cigar, sitting down to watch a Civil War movie with uh, Monica sleeping on the couch next to him. And then the episode ends, the closing credits, we get Ross sitting in bed humming the Star Wars theme music, and into the room uh, comes Rachel. Her hair is in the buns. Her hair is in the buns. 
And she like unveils a robe, mm-hmm. and she has on a similar type bikini. Yeah, you say similar. It didn't seem right to you. No, it didn't seem right. It it wasn't exactly. Do you think it seemed wrong because the hair was wrong? No, it just didn't seem exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it was just like a oh, there it is. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And then we know. no, let's just take a minute to dwell on this. Let's not. Okay, Rachel's Look, beautiful. I was we no, all get it. I was no Star Wars geek, but yeah. It wouldn't have mattered if she was in a Star Wars bikini or a regular bikini. It still would have been exciting for a any thirteen year old slash thirty one year old male taking a little trip to Erection Cove. And so then you know Ross is enjoying it for a second, and all of a sudden he looks at Rachel and sees her as his mom. Mm-hmm. His mom in the exact outfit and hairstyle that Rachel is currently in mm-hmm. because of the, his conversation with Chandler. Yeah. And oh man, the whole thing gets kind of ruined because then all he can picture is his mother. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how the episode ends. That's exactly, yeah. He's like, I hate Chandler. That bastard ruined my life. And. Yeah, it's rough. We're done. Poor guy. Yeah. Rachel's trying hard to entertain his fantasies. Keep yet. the spark alive. Yeah. But are they about to hit a rocky patch as you predicted? Mm, uh, not yet. Not yet? No, not okay. yet. Maybe eventually, but okay. I don't think that was a rocky patch. It's just because of his conversation with his friend. The spark's gone out of the relationship, Elizabeth. Nah. Okay. Nah. So that was the one with the Princess Leia fantasy. Was it a fitting start to the season? It was okay. It kind of picked up where we left off, you yeah. know. We get the impression not much time has passed between the end of the seasons because Monica's the wounds are still very sore from her breakup. Yeah, Jan, Chandler and Janice seem to be pretty much in the early stages of their relationship. Yeah, it didn't seem too drastic or anything to me. It just seemed like mm-hmm. yeah, another episode. Did you enjoy it? Was it good? Was it funny? Yeah, I liked it enough, but it wasn't one of the best for me. Uh, I thought it was a classic. Okay. Yeah, you think real, many of them are classics, but classic. okay. Not all of them, though. You can't say I think uh. all of them are. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, okay. I, I Yeah, I thought it was a, a decent enough start to the season. Yeah, I thought it was enjoyable. Well, what do we have next? Next up, we have the one where no one's ready. Season three, episode two, season the three, one episode. where no one is ready. And Elizabeth, I'm going to tell you now, this is one of my favorite episodes. Ever? Oh, yep. Pretty much. It's I thought there. you've already said that. Mm, I think I've said one of mine before. Okay. I still have one that I still regard as my favorite favorite. Alright. What season is that in? I, I'd have you to check. Know. Yeah. But this is, as I remember it, top five. Woof. Yep. It's well, a good I like one. it as much as you like it, you think? I think so. I hope so. Okay. There's, there's some good stuff in this next one, I think. Oh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Alright. Do you know what a bottle episode is? A bottle episode? Yes. No, what is it? Uh, we'll, we'll go over it for the next episode. Okay. I do not know what that means. Okay. It's a bottle episode. A bottle episode. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I've no... I couldn't even, like... It's a it's a sitcom-like trope, basically. It's a term used for certain episodes of sitcoms. Okay. But we'll talk... We'll, we'll get to that. Sure. Well, we'll get to that. Well, we'll get to that. Alright. Well, that was it. From season three, episode one, day one of our seven podcasts in seven days, part two. It's a lot of numbers thrown in there. I know. Thank you all very much for listening. We hope you will join us 
tomorrow for the second episode of the season and the second episode of Seven Podcasts in Seven Days. It's been the Friends to the End podcast with Michael and Elizabeth. If you want to help support the show, you can follow us on Twitter. At FriendsPod is where you go for that. You can pose questions for Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. If you're listening to this today, you can pose a question and it's right out tomorrow. Because we're doing seven podcasts in seven days. It's remarkable the way that that works. Totally. You can find us in other places. I mean, you've already found us because you're listening to this. But we are available on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher Radio. And most good places where you can find podcasts. If you want to help support the show and help us reach a large audience... Go to the place where you found this episode and leave us a nice rating and review. Say some kind words about us and just tick that little the little star count. And that will help us reach more people. Because that's what we want to do. And as always, if you don't want to do any of that technology shit, just tell a friend. Just just tell someone about us that we exist. Maybe talk them through the stages of downloading an episode. Maybe download every episode we've released onto their phone when they go to the toilet if you're in the pub <laughs> together and like we don't even care if they listen we just want them downloads those sweet sweet downloads all right wrap it up there michael <laughs> right. Christ. so we'll be back tomorrow for the one where no one's ready until then elizabeth michael you're looking really nice today thank you yeah um anyway thanks everyone <laughs> uh we'll catch you next time Bye-bye. bye bye